Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Note to listeners, this episode contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. In 2021, videos of teenagers quickly stealing Kia and Hyundai model cars using a specific method went viral. The trend took off nationwide. If you type in Kia Boys on Google, Rochester is on the suggested search list. By the halfway mark of 2023, the city had doubled the number of car thefts from the previous year. 75% of those vehicles are Kia and Hyundai. According to the car companies, they believe the security flaw impacts over 8.3 million vehicles nationwide. Most teenagers are still in the cars and joyriding, driving recklessly at extremely high speeds. A recent sampling of Rochester Police radio transmissions show that illegal activity involving vehicles sometimes dominates law enforcement airwaves. I stood on Jefferson Avenue in southwest Rochester as young drivers flew up and down the strip. Bystanders talked to me about their concerns. They're going so fast, they don't have control. This is more than I've I've never seen over here. Three, but never. We're at eight or ten at this point. This is ridiculous. Well, the police went by. Well, and we also heard a bunch of gunshots down here. It didn't matter who I spoke with about the dangers of high heat. The topic of the Kia boys always found its way into the conversation. I'm like, yo, Mike, bro. I can't do this no more. I had my dad's car for a day and a half, and I've been hit by the little Kia bastard. All I saw was a wrecked-ass Kia. Those kids stealing cars. Kids stealing cars. Run them into guardrails and telephone poles. I don't like saying Kia, boy. Kids just don't pop up one day at one morning and start saying, you know what? I'm going to steal cars. And I think that just goes back to people having unstable family and home lives and not enough to actually fulfill them. 19-year-old Brian Boos fears what the summer will bring. This is about to be like the hottest summer in like the last couple of years. Because first off, these little niggas is literally jumping in the cars and just joyriding still to this day. Like, if they just run around a joyride, they've been going on since January. Clearly, ain't no, can't nobody stop them. Somebody going to get mad and try to stop them. This is City on Fire, the USA Today Network podcast on the effect rising temperatures have on public safety. I'm Rob Bell, a reporter for the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle. This is episode three, The Kia Boys. In episode one, we discussed how rising temperatures lead to a rise in violence, so much so that some of Rochester's youth don't feel safe at public pools and rec centers. School is out. Poverty is spreading. Social media has a chokehold. Everyone has their reasons for the Kia Boy phenomenon. Hannah Gilmore believes she can't blame all the parents. 
Some of these kids come from very good homes. Very good homes. Their parents take care of them. They dress them. They feed them. But then they get with other kids and looking at what they do, and they want to be a follower. Violence intervention specialist Anthony Hall has a slightly different opinion. The level of accountability for young people is at an all-time low, right? Um, but the level for accountability for adults is gone. Adults don't want to be held accountable for nothing. If my kid is messing up, I'm accountable for that, right? Um, and I know that families are struggling. Most kids, they follow each other. Kids draw kids. So these young kids now have seen the older guys stealing cars. They want to do it too. But you know, sooner or later, I can assure you somebody going to start killing them. I know they don't care. These people, you going to mess with their car, they don't pay all that money. They're going to kill you. But when I say accountable for my kid or, or others around me, that, that means that I should be speaking up. I think they say they want to hold the parents responsible. You know what? Some parents do all they can do for these kids. Sometimes if parents be asleep, them kids jump up and go out to one and stuff and do these kind of things. Girls and boys. Perceive me, I'm a light sleeper. I will catch you. As soon as you put your feet in one, I grab your other part and tear that up. Summertime used to be simple for Anthony Hall. Same time, the smell in the air, gearing up to go to Seabreeze, um, you know, family barbecues, fire hydrants opening, kids playing, manhunt, you know, summer camp. You know, when we grew up, it was a different time. So what's different about today's generation? Social media, technology plays a huge part in that. You don't have to be somewhere per se to uh, experience something. Instead of wanting to be out and enjoying the weather in the summertime. That's why it's important, um, you know, during the summertime, I've always stressed, particularly for young people, uh, that we have to have more activity um, and to engage them differently. Um, even even as I stated earlier about when I grew up and we did summer camps um, and you know we went fishing and we swimmed. There was always something for us to do. Even if we made something up, you know, on the weekends we got up um, and we might have built a clubhouse, built a little car, or just got up and rode bikes. Um, you know, young people today, because of social media um, and technology, uh, they're either on the game or um, on Instagram, Clubhouse, something like that to set something up to do something. Um, and sometimes to set something up to do something, it's not on a positive level. Like literally, like a Kia and a Hyundai, they, Facebook taught niggas how to do it. Gee shit, that one nigga on Facebook. Before, at least we could understand like, okay, maybe that kid out there serving the fiends because he want to eat. You see what I'm saying? Like, he need money. They're not getting no money from it. So what are they doing it for? I only heard, I haven't even heard one of them sell a car yet. You know how you hear about stuff like that? Oh, I heard they still selling them, no. Shop, shop. I haven't heard about none of that. I haven't heard about a single piece of any of that. They just crashing them. And then they, you see people driving around with their wrecked cars, right? 
a July 2023 article in the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle by reporter Gary Craig reads, As summer continues, so do the crimes, at a staggering rate. There are nearly daily reports of thefts that end with property damage but could have been far more dangerous. Unlike other crimes that rose nationwide during the pandemic, such as shootings and homicides, Rochester and Monroe County are largely outliers with its recent rate of vehicle thefts. I don't know what the goal is, but it's like, it's, it's a clout thing. I, I caught on. Like, it's more clout-based. Otherwise, because it's not survival-based, they don't care if they get paid for the cars or not. They crashing them and then jumping out. They're not getting nothing from it. They're just doing it for attention nine times out of ten. That's what I'm starting to think of. And they are getting a lot of attention. That's why Anthony Hall doesn't like to use the term Kia boys. Because it puts a spin on something that's, that's that um, glorifies their behavior. It's no different. It's no different uh, when you talk about gangs, right? And we deal with gangs for a long time. Uh, and w when you begin to publicize it more, it appeals more to individuals who are in the behaviors or rather than in the fence, right? Um, and then particularly now because we have everything at our fingertips, uh, it, it, it's polarizing. So now, and it's a national trend, right? It's not just Rochester, it's just Kia, Kia kids and Kia boys. It's a na national trend, right? Um, and media, be because of um, the dollars, it gives you something to sell, right? If it bleeds, it leads. Uh, so media plays it back and back, forth and forth. Officer Moses Robinson believes the media coverage of the Kia boys has a negative impact. An image uh, that that is presented in, in media that these kids are urban kids, they're violent, they're social predators, they're this, they're that. And so, you know, um, it sends a message but in most cases, to overall good kids, including, you know, my family members or uh, young young men, grandsons, mm -hmm. it sends a negative image as well. This is a subset. This is a small group of individuals. That's under 300, 200 people that's engaged in that. You know what I mean? Across the county. Um, don't get it twisted like it's only in Rochester and it's only melanated black black and brown boys. It's not. I was watching the news earlier at the uh, breakfast diner and... All they had to do, all they reporting was about stolen cars and Kia boys um, for the first 15 minutes. Um, and there's other stuff going on in the community. So they focus on the bad kids, but they we need to really put a spotlight, you know, or uh, the sun light, you know, not as a spotlight, but the sun. We want to illuminate them for the good work that they're doing in our community. Anthony Hall often asks teenagers their motivation behind stealing a car. When you get with them, you talk to them, there ain't nothing for us to do. Can't go nowhere. Hall also understands what the trend does to the everyday person. Uh, the, the insurance goes up. Folks' cars are being impounded, towed from the scene, then impounded for a couple of days, and they have to come up with money to um, get it out of the pound. What I find is these cars are being stolen and folks peeking out their window, they hear the glass, they don't call the police. They're not saying nothing. 
right? Even when the kids are riding in the street or at the gas station with a stolen car, busted window, getting gas, you want to record and say, here go the Kia boys, instead of saying, get out that stolen car. Or take a picture of the on a license plate and, 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 and call the police. And we have this we have this notion that if I say something, I'm a snitch or I'm a rat. It's impossible, right? Because if you're you're not in the car with them and you you, you get caught and you tell them everybody, no, you you're a human being, you're a citizen, you you law abiding, right? We have th that model of village has to be restored. Speak, I know you too young to drive. What you doing driving? Come here. All of y'all get out of the car. Take that mask off. You got to engage just like that. And some, and it, 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 if you don't have the Norwithal or you don't have enough strength or you don't want to deal with other people's kids, like I said, you know, you ain't no rat if you call the police. Hey, man, it's a stolen kid. Here's the license plate number. Law enforcement in our community particularly has said that, uh, you know, they're short-staffed, they're short-manned, uh, and, and all this type of stuff. Well, listen, man, uh, I, I don't, I, in my opinion, I don't believe short-staffed is, is an excuse. Uh, because you signed up for a job and you need to do it. These things are quality of life issues. We have, we have to strategize around that. Officer Moses Robinson. These are our kids. As bad as they are, and whatever the heck they're doing, and they and, and, and there's a certain amount of kids who is a small percentage of kids getting a lot of attention right now. And they're getting a lot of attention. We have to be diligent in identifying the kids who are struggling uh, and doing things. Because I always believe these kids that are doing these things, they're doing to get attention. And they're getting it, right? And at the same time, those kids who want to belong to something, um, we have to offer them opportunities that are positive to engage them in the right things to do. A lot of times negative behavior is sending the message that I'm not connected to the community. I'm disconnected to the community. What is it that the mother needs? What is it that the father needs or the family needs? What are those needs? Rather than us telling them, this is what we can do for you, we can do for you, we need to really ask them, what do you need from us? But this particular incident with car thefts and this, and this demographic, I want to target these guys. How do we target them? How are we going to get them? How are we going to get them? Well, I know folks like gaming trucks, laser tag, and food. All we need is a space. Get the space, and they're going to come. Uh, you know, you do word of mouth, we have some flyers, whatever, and then some of us uh, that were in partnership, in this collaborative partnership, some of these guys and girls were already a part of our caseload. We brought them and they told folks. So they came and we have resources that can connect them uh, right on the spot to services. Um, and that's what it's about. Um, and, you know, they came and then some folks Right on the spot, you know, got hired for some for a job, you know what I mean? And some folks, you know, now are in a program uh, trying to de develop skills to make sure that they don't make poor decisions. Or if they do make poor decisions, that uh, they're not life-changing decisions, but they can come back from them. I was at the barbershop earlier, sitting outside waiting for my barber to come back. He wanted to go make a stop before he come back and finish my hair. 
little nigga walking through talking to his homeboy like, yeah, I done took at least 300 cars already. <laughs> this is an individual. I'm just like, yo, oh my God. I'm driving her and my auntie. I'm driving my auntie off. See him swerving around Tremont, two cars deep going 80. I'm like, oh my God. I put, a, put that bitch in reverse. I'm going 60 backwards. Hit the front of the car still. Hit the side on the way off. I'm just like, I'm just sitting there in disbelief. First time they hit us, they hit us head up. Looking, they laughing. Swear to God, all the girls in the car. One of them smacked their head in the window. They all in the car laughing. I'm just like, like my girlfriend and my aunt ready to get out the car and go fight. I'm like, yo, bro, you know I gotta get this car fixed, right? But from my perspective, I ain't even gonna lie with the carjackings and all that. They not gonna be done till these little niggas start getting popped. I'm gonna be real. Back in the day of Philly, <laughs> folks used to carry it. They just carry knives, because there weren't that many guns. And people would just knuckle up, because that's what you had. In today's society, where it was happening now, because there's so many guns that are out there, and availability of it, it's changed everything. On June 7th, three teenagers, 17, 14, and 13, were shot in southwest Rochester following an argument after a car crash. I know you heard about what happened on Jefferson. Yeah. Hit somebody car, laughing, riding through. He so started throwing those, shots. Those three just got shot. Yeah, he started throwing shots. I heard Facebook said one of them was a girl. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, imagine coming home from work, your little your daughter just got shot in a stolen car. She in handcuffs at the hospital. What? What the fuck is you talking about? Like nobody's have to come home to hear that shit. But that's the type of shit that's going on right now. Just hearing it out loud, that ain't nothing I've ever heard before, so I already know it's a whole new wave of shit coming. I ain't never heard nobody have to hear no shit like that. Yeah, your daughter got popped in the stolen Kia. By the end of April 2023, 1,063 vehicles were stolen in Rochester. 75% of those vehicles are Kia and Hyundai. When the warmer weather arrived in May, that number ballooned to 2,945 stolen cars by August 18th, an 177% increase in the summer. This City on Fire podcast is part of the USA Today Network Northeast Human Centered Climate Crisis Project called Perilous Course, directed by New York State Enterprise Editor William Ramsey. This podcast was produced by me, Rob Bell, a reporter for the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle, and USA Today Network Northeast Regional Multimedia Director Sean Oates. Special thanks to Moses Robinson, Cameron Mixon, Brian Boos, Anthony Hall, Hannah Gilmore, and Kayla Kane from the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle, whose reporting was featured in this episode. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.